0: Let's go guys, y'all ready? San Pedro Cactus, Psychedelia. Let's go, bitch! Let's do it again, bitch! Ding. Ah, this is actually take number two. Hey, 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 let's go! Hey, ay, ay, you know? That motherfucking flow Yeah I I got a message From one of these listeners That was talking about Cleaning the floor Like they they literally only listen to this podcast While they're cleaning Doing chores Well at least you're fucking doing chores Okay You could be like fucking pigs That that they don't have shit scattered all over the fucking place just like we do <laughs> no man uh honestly guys I'm trying to bring order to everything I'm trying to I'm trying to educate uh everybody that I live with on um I guess on the fact that food has to be refrigerated after you cook it it's not about just heating it up and it's fine like you know i I guess I'm not trying to talk shit, but not everybody was taught about bacteria and the growth and shit. and the reason why I'm talking about that is because like I've had we, man we got some fried chicken. y'all know how much I love fried fucking chicken baby and um, and it was like I, I think it was bought maybe about four hours before I got to it and heated it up and I look after doing some research you can google it yourself. It'll say like after a food is cooked to temperature, you're supposed to it should be refrigerated or you know it can sit out no longer than 2 hours well knowing us we leave that shit out over fucking night and i mean you know i just ugh. i can't cl- i I can't be picking up after everybody so i'm trying to educate everybody and it's like I guess so far I've gotten, well, you leave shit out, too, and nobody bitches and complains and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, okay, yes, I'm not perfect. I made that quite clear. Anyways, everybody's got their own little shit going on at the crib. And if you don't, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. (laughs) No, I'm playing. Anyways, um... It's funny and odd way to, you know what? I blame the alcohol. Uh I took, I, I did one take already, and I fucked it up at like eight minutes in. Because I, I just started rambling on about something that I, for another time. Mm. So what are you guys sipping on today? I've got a uh, coconut porter by, um. By the Manhattan Project Beer Company called Plutonium 239. If you guys are looking for something new and you like dark beers, um, it's very light on your palate. And if you just let it sit for a little bit, the coconut flavor will shine throughout the beer. And um, it's definitely worth the buy. If you like craft beers uh see if you can find Manhattan Project beer company's uh plutonium 239 uh this, no ads no ads this episode i'm just going pure on, uh, uh this is just solo right whatever uh so i'm not being sponsored by these guys which i would love to by the way um but yeah this beer is fucking un- un- phenomenal and uh what else Oh, yeah, yeah. So let's get on topic. Um, I need everyone to shut the fuck up. No, uh, we're going to get into uh, psychedelics, of course, of course. And this is actually in retort to um, an, an email that I got that says, when are you going to talk about psychedelics and not your personal life? Um, and, and i, I kind of took offense to it like a bitch and i was like well this is this is my you know this is my life it's my life after psychedelics I, I see the world differently than i did before i tried them and uh i have a lot of you know self-reflection that i i ignored long ago so anyways let's get into it guys um San Pedro Cactus. This might be a long episode because I have an experience with San Pedro Cactus that, uh, that occurred maybe not too long ago. And uh, probably before the, the last episode was recorded. But anyways, um, yeah, sometimes I pre-record these and sometimes I don't. But this time I'm going straight off the, the fucking noggin. And, uh. Oh, sorry, I got distracted by a fucking owl just hooting outside. Hooters? We've got Hooters out there. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, speaking of, if you guys ever go to Hooters, believe it or not, they improve their food. They have bigger wings. I went when they had this, like, unlimited thing. And I hate when they say, oh, yeah, come in, pay, like, 25 bucks and get unlimited wings. And then it's like, yeah, you can only get ten at a time, bitch. I didn't ask for ten at a time. I I I came and paid for unlimited, bitch. So keep them fucking coming. And you know, and I and I ended up. I always end up telling the waitress like, I'm gonna go with like teriyaki and buffalo, and just keep them coming until like I tell you, all right, this is the last plate. And they never fucking do it. And so you literally sacrifice eight dollars off of your tip. Sorry, ladies, because I'm going to buy beer. I'm I'm getting beer. I'm sitting at the bar. Those of you that don't know this, sit at the bar if you, especially if you're solo. Now, if you're on a date, I understand. Get you a table, whatnot. But if you want your food and your alcohol coming to you faster than fucking somebody's hands after you scream the n-word at them, then you know. <sighs> uh, sit at the bar. I I always do it. There's a place called Buffalo Wild Wings. And uh it doesn't matter what day you go or what time, but it's a it's a wing bar. You know, they have bar food and then they they specialize in wings. And I I always go and if I can, I sit at the bar and I keep every time I go with like my wife and her brother, I'm like, "Guys, we need to sit at the bar." And then they're just like, nah, no, nah, I'm gonna sit over here at this table. All right then, enjoy your cold food, bitch. And I'll play it. <laughs> Anyways, um, my wife bought me chicken wings. Anyway, she's such a doll. Um, man, you know what, guys? I planned on cooking another thing of ribs. I got, an- I remember that email. Don't think I forgot about you. That was talking about, uh, like you know what? What else have you been cooking out on, really? Uh, I've been, I've been trying to master the, uh, what is it called? Like, like Mexicans help me out here because it's all the marinated meat that you find, you know, at these Mexican markets or Mexican meat markets. And it's so good. Oh God. I don't know what, I'm trying to copy their, um, their marinade secrets but it's fucking hard because they do it just right. But anyways, um, have I cooked anything? No, I plan on making a slab of ribs, some spare ribs today. Exactly how I told you guys to do it. And uh, hopefully it would slide off the, the bone. But even if it doesn't slide off the bone, if the meat is retardedly tender and juicy... That's all that fucking matters. I, I'm so tired. I, I really get annoyed and irritated when everybody judges my my ribs on whether or not the bone will just slide the fuck on out. Like, that that doesn't tell you that it's delicious. It goes, how about this? How about you eat nothing and watch us eat and see how delicious that is? Fucking starve. <laughs> like the Beauty and the Beast you know, oh, you don't want to eat my food? Well, then you can starve. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's true. We have Disney Plus. That's the only way I would have thrown that threw that out there is if we haven't watched it and everybody right now has Disney Plus. And I was like, "Really? Nobody was talking about Disney movies until Disney Plus popped up." And uh You know what? It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to get baked. Like if you just, I don't know about you guys, but I don't like smelling like pot in front of my family or Delta Eight. And uh, so I, I hit these concentrates, and they just, you know, they. I call them cinema enhancers. Okay, say it with me, guys. Cinema, cinnamon. Fuck that. Let's move on. Oh man. I had to go take a leak real quick. And uh I walk out and for some reason, I guess it's for every weekday throughout the week, the kids they have this little uh alarm clock that's like e and that just they sleep right through it. Dude, I'm probably the only person that would wake up during a home invasion. You can have all the guns you want, but if you sleep that fucking hard to where people can just roll up into that bitch and just bop, 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 What if they have suppressed weapons? You know what? I don't think that's true. I don't think anybody breaking into a home would come in with a suppressor. You got to be like high dollar. Those are fucking expensive. But anyways, I'm fucking way off course here. We're talking about San Pedro cactus today. I have an experience with that, and uh, I I have two. My first one was at uh, the beach, and we, uh, a buddy of mine that I used to work with, I won't say his name, uh, he taught me about psychedelic shrooms and stuff back in the day, and he said something about San Pedro cactus. That's the easiest way to do it. I was like, what the fuck is San Pedro? And so he's like, it's a cactus, but is there's mescaline inside of it. So I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. And um, anyway, so he, he sends me to this, he gives me this link. And this link is like a forum where they give you like a tech or a recipe on how to extract this mes- mescaline into a crystallized form. So what am I talking about? Uh before you guys get tuned out and like oh shit here he goes uh let's uh it, it's like making crystal meth but instead of adding that pseudofed shit and you know the uh, ephedrine instead of adding that you add a couple of other shit and the uh what you call it like lye and stuff and you you put all of that into your little crack mix and in the end, your finished product, which, by the way, it stinks. It smells horrible. Like, if you're doing this shit in your backyard, and you make sure your neighbors aren't nosy. Because they're going to be like, what the fuck is he doing back there? All these fucking chemical smells. Anyways, once you finish cooking that shit up, you will be left with uh, powderized crystals. And I used to have some on my Instagram. I don't think I have it anymore. But I, I, I had it in this little vial. Uh, and it was powdered, literally, like, crystallized. The more I touch it, the more powdery it got. But it was actual mescaline, and it was it was fucking amazing. We went to um, South Padre Island, and on the beach, it was... I, I didn't know how to take it, so I snorted it. And my God, never do that. I, I guess it was meant to be smoked. It burnt like a motherfucker. But once you go get one of those little bolos and start smoking it like crystal meth, guess what? You start tripping balls, And uh, all, my experience was a little overwhelming to the point where, uh, like, my hearing, all I could hear was, like, the waves on the beach. And mind you, this was nighttime, so nobody else is around. I'm I'm literally like making sand angels, on the fucking beach all alone. Like if a cop were to roll up and just shine his light on me, and just like sit there and uh, you know what guys, I'm gonna call this one in. Just just leave him alone. <laughs> let it let him ride it on out. But no, though. all I, I remember from that experience that the uh, the waves that were coming towards me the tide was coming in um they had like constellations on them and i was seeing really i think it was just the reflection of the moon just you know with the water and shit but i believed i genuinely believed that there was um what do you call it uh yeah like constellations on the fucking water and on little rapids and um I I basically... The the ceremonial process was completely fucking ruined for me on it. Because it just... It's like you cut straight to the... To the psychedelic part. You cut straight into the hallucinations and stuff. And... As entertaining as it is, I'd rather just do acid. So... Uh, my next experience was a ceremonial one, and with the uh, Oaxacan Mexicans. And if y'all don't know what Oaxacan is, it's like O-A-X-A-C something 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 something. Who knows? Oaxaca, that's how you say it. And uh, I will say this: if there's one thing those motherfuckers can do, it's uh, they can they can grow salvia divinorum, which is a fucking amazing. And uh, they make fucking cheese, cheese. Guys, whenever you finish this trip, once you once it's time to come down, you eat this cheese, and that cheese, um, oh my god, that cheese just kind of mellows you the fuck out, and I guess it helps to kill the uh, the trip or whatever. Now me, I didn't understand that it had milk in it; it had like a, a couple of animals milks blended in. But dude, it is so fucking delicious. It is so fucking delicious. Everybody, if you hear me right now, go to the store. They have them in like the in the Mexican section where you where you find chorizo, you'll find the the Oaxacan cheese. And I'm not talking about queso fresco. I'm talking about the fucking cheese, man. They're, I mean, well, no shit, but the the Oaxacan cheese. Oh my god. Anyways, anyways, I'm. It's that fucking good. Okay. If I'm over here just going on and on about this fucking cheese, just know it's fucking dope. All right. So at first, the, um, these Oaxacan shaman was, um, untrustworthy of me. He, he did, the dude did literally called me a druggie. And, uh, I rather than get offended, I just tried to argue my, my stance on it. And I showed him the podcast, uh, well, I didn't he didn't listen to it. He might have now and regret his decision. But um Oh sorry about that guys. Really sorry. I try I try to pause these whenever I do that, but I guess for some reason oof, for some reason the pause button didn't want to fucking press. Anyways, uh let's move on. So I, I began explaining to this guy. Who goes back and forth from Mexico to Texas all the time to visit family and stuff, and he's a he's a respected shaman. He has asked that for this experience that we not give his actual name, so uh, just in case something bad happens, and he, you know he doesn't want any defamation because this is supposed to be spiritual healing, guys. And so I argued the point where. I basically said I want the world to know about uh, these experiences and the lessons that can be learned uh, you know my my hope is that somebody somehow some way finds way a way to end war you know I mean it's so stupid it's like hey man I don't like your leader like your boss is pissing me off so I'm gonna go send you, to go die for me and go kill as much over there of their guys as you can and then the same thing is said yeah I don't like him over there so you go and kill all this guy's men why don't you have the two leaders kill each other and see what the fuck you know what I mean I I just I don't know I don't agree with war but it is what it is and um, when I when I put that you know that viewpoint out there that I'd like to end crusades. You know, I, I told him, think about the Middle East. I'm not sure if you know about the religious, you know, wars that happened for centuries over in the Middle East. But this experience could possibly be the beginning of the end for that shit. Anyways, so long story short, I get that, uh the approval and a little bit of money, right? Not Not a lot. I mean, literally a little bit of money, like fifty bucks. But anyways, um <laughs> so he agreed and we got into or we, we went ahead and went f- moved forward with it. So let's go. Now, what um, not everybody refers to this cactus as um as San Pedro. Uh they were they they mentioned it uh under the name of uh Wachuma Wacuma Wachuma and I hope I'm saying that right. And so when you cut these, basically, when you brew this stuff as a tea, you you slice this cactus, and it looks like a cylinder. Well, like a... I'll just say this. When you, when you cut, like, a pickle slice of it, it, it will be in the shape of a star. Like, it's got, you know, the pointed edges to it. And it's really neat. And they just brew this shit with maybe a couple other things. I don't know. And, um... The brewing process it takes a little bit, but during that point, you know, there you're supposed we begin singing songs, uh, chanting prayers, be uh, one person to show me light, show me you know guidance, and this and that, and and I totally bought into it. Like there are some people that would just be in my shoes that are just like, okay, yeah, do this nonsense, but no, I was totally buying it. Like I I wanted to make sure that the spirits did what they had to, to guide me to be in a better meet. And, um, and that's what happened. So for the, for the most part, let's get into uh, the, I guess, the ceremony effects of it. All right. <clears throat> so uh, let's take a sip. Cheers. And mind you, if anybody else can get their hands on this type of shit um be wary that it is not light at fucking all um <clears throat> be sure to be ready to change who you are and how you feel within yourself so the the first you know while singing this song we have this little um i don't know if it was clay or wooden bowl but that was like a just like a soup bowl that everyone was passing around and uh, one person will drink it, all of it, and while continuing to sing these uh, these songs, they walk. Excuse me. They walk over to the the brewing pot, and they uh, uh, yeah, and they grab a little bit more. And uh, by this time, it had already been sitting a little bit, so you know it's trying to cool down. So it's definitely warm, like some soup. Like it's not something that you can just like, oh, here we go. Go, 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 go. All right, let's rock and roll. Like you have to literally sip it. And when it came down to me, um, I considered it to be hot. And so I not trying to you know, I, I just tried to tell myself this is hot tea or hot coffee. It is what it is, it's going down. And uh it was it was okay. I was probably almost finished, and then I realized that my stomach felt a little rumbly. But um, in inside the on the bottom of the bowl, it looked like uh, you know, like like if you have coffee grounds or something at the bottom of your coffee or tea, you know, some ground up tea or something. It just looked like a little extra shit at the bottom that nobody seemed to have drink, and. I decided I'm going to down those grains. And um, I don't know if that would have affected anything at all. <laughs> uh, but we did it. And uh, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to drink the whole thing. And I did. And, uh, you know, passed it on to the next person. Afterwards, I had a a couple of prayers that were kind of long. Imagine like a like a what do you call it like a rosary or something people just holding this or holding that there was a feather that was given to me to hold to help me soar above the clouds and soar through space or something and um i guess it would shine so light so bright that the feather would uh would be like a beacon for like hey i'm right here come and get me you know like i'm waiting for you to show me the way Anyway, so let's move fast uh, forwarding here. I thought that I was being a pussy by trying to hold in my uh, my nausea. But it was intense. Like when I tell you, if anybody's ever tried, um, what are those seeds called? Uh, Heavenly Blue. Oh, what are those fucking seeds? Morning Glory, that's it. Morning Glory Seeds they they make you beyond fucking nauseated and uh if you can push through that nausea which me I couldn't even I couldn't even throw up it was just like dry heaving uh once you get past that then your LSA trip starts and it's pretty pleasant pretty nice especially if you smoke weed with it at least that's what happened for me uh my nausea was killed by marijuana so big ups to THC anyways so I look around, and I'm not the only one that's like, you know, just, oh, man. It, that was brutal. Like, I was literally just mouth open, face pointed to the ground, nothing coming up. And uh, so I gave up. And I was like, hey, I have this. We can smoke it, and it would help the nausea. And so there's a, if that's what you choose to do. Then that is your choice. So I was like, absolutely. So I fired up a joint. And uh, it calmed down my nausea. Everybody else sitting there just like. Ugh, uh, but you know what? I do remember this one lady looked over at me like. Maybe he's onto something. You got damn right, bitch. <laughs> you got damn right. That shit worked. Anyways. Uh, what now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. After that stomach ache, um, and, and by the way, it never fully went away. It's kind of like mushrooms, you know. It's got that, you know, it's there. It's in your stomach. It is you get this weird, unpleasant feeling. But the way he explained it was, this is to bring you back down to size. Where this, the the aching of your stomach. This right here is a purge. You're getting ready to purge all the negative energy within yourself to uh, to make way for new positive light. So I'm like, well, fuck yeah, let's do this. This is cool. I ain't bitching at all. Get it out of me. And uh, it is no joke. It's no fucking joke. That shit was fucking strong. Anyways, so what happens, right? What What am I feeling? I thought that everything was just like, Maybe bunk and it wasn't going to work until I decided to. Uh, I was going to pull it. At first, I was cold and then I didn't get very cold anymore. So I began to take. A, and those of you that know Texas, you know that at nighttime it gets really cold and chilly. And then as it warms up, you know, it'll warm up during the day and repeat itself. So this is at night. And there's a fire in front of us, like a little small little bonfire. So, I, I decided, okay, I'm getting a little hot here. I'm going to take off my sweater. And, um, or I, I was warm. Anyways, you know you know how when you get drunk, you start getting real warm and shit? Like, it's like the same temperatures as your balls or your crotch. So, anyways, I'm, ta- I'm sliding this off my fa- like over my head. And that's whenever I see, I noticed like beams of light. Poking through the uh, the holes in the the little tiny holes in, uh, what do you call it? Oh yeah, in the sweater. It was almost like a little prism or something coming through, and that's whenever I realized, okay, this this is starting to fucking kick in. Like, all right, let's go, baby. And so I, I finished taking it off, and uh, I that's whenever I look up because I was staring at the into the fire, staring at the flames, like everyone else was, just completely. How do you call it? Uh, Distracted from everything else. And then I look over to like like the woods and the different trees. And I don't feel any wind. But I do see the trees moving, waving like it's... I was like, okay, we're in here. Okay, we're in like fucking sin. And then I was told to close my eyes and begin to cleanse. What the fuck does that mean? Close your eyes and begin to cleanse. So I close my eyes. And guess what? I picture myself. I picture myself, you know, uh, muscular, you know, not an ounce of fat in me at all. You know, my, my chin tilted to the fucking sky, just so egotistic, like like this was a part of me that i you know i don't always show everybody but i know exists and it, i realized later on it's my ego and i am this person when i close my eyes i am this being that I, or that i'm seeing and little by little like uh like little pebbles um my feet began to f- dissolve into like these little pebbles and my ankles begin to dissolve. And it comes all the way up to like my middle thigh. Before I open my eyes. And I'm like oh fuck no. And later on I was to discover that. That process is uh, ego death. Because a lot of people. Are, are not. They're too afraid to. Uh, to go you know to take it there. And. So I guess you know. Half of my ego ego was dead, but it's still there and your ego self is what uh holds your pride or some shit. anyways, um that was very intense because it it was like when it with my eyes closed, it's like the 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 me of me, like my own spirit was dissolving within me, so I didn't know if that was, was supposed to be fucking happening. And, uh, so I opened my eyes and, uh, that's when I realized, uh, once again, that the trip has intensified and everything it's, if you ever looked out, um, like you say, like you're underwater in a swimming pool and then somebody like the water's not just sitting there, you know, kids have been playing around in it. So the water's moving and whatnot. And you look up like, uh, while you're underneath the water, you look up. And you see somebody else looking down at you. And how their face is probably not still. It's moving around. That's what I was seeing. Just everywhere. The idea that I took too much. Was pretty strong in my head. But they told me. Nope. Close your eyes. You uh, And I told them what happens. Or what's going on. And they're just like finish. You have to finish. But what, what happens next is like i i'm sitting down like cross leg, indian style right and i i feel even though i'm sitting down i feel myself getting up but not like standing up just slow like floating up around in a spiral up 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 and way above me and it's just like flying around and um so the dude says you know your soul cannot fly away because of your ego you have to first dissolve the ego so i focused uh i began to focus on myself again that that confident person that you know that i know i can be and right then again it happens but this time the person just like begins to slowly melt melt and then just kind of like Falls to the ground like it just falls like a limp body, and then it just melts into the ground. And uh, later on, I guess that was that was it. Like you know, we're all one one species on this planet, experiencing life or something. And it's just nobody's better than anyone. Anybody can kill you just as easily as you can kill them. It it was a a very liberating experience. Once I'm glad I did it because god damn like it was very intense but i um uh, I, I guess meditation during these uh psychedelic experiences are very much needed sorry everybody i'm i'm at this point um i'm on my third beer mm. it's because i messed up the first two at first i slammed the first beer i was like yeah Let's let's drink a porter like within a minute. And so I did everything I could to drink a cold porter in it. It's not easy. All right, I was trying to show out for you guys. And then I was fucking stupid. But anyways, um, so sorry if I butcher this up, this experience. Let me let me see what else did I say? Um, everything that I looked at got very bright and uh I, I ended up I ended up taking off my socks and shoes. And the moment that I plant my feet into like the grass, my it, everything brightens. It's like it's like a slow brighten, you know. Like I'm not saying it's equivalent to turning on a fucking light in the darkness, but you know what I'm saying? It, it's it, it's pretty it's pretty interesting. And so I felt this connection with the with the ground, with the earth, and. Um, uh, I felt like something was calling to me in a way, and so uh, rather than ignore it, I'm like, "Yeah, let come to me. Like, let's let's get this. Let's get it right." But I felt I felt these little balls of energy floating out of me or floating away from me, and I thought maybe these are the negativity. Like maybe this is what it's all about. And um, basically, one thing I've always had a, a issue with are uh, not necessarily like. Uh, how do you say it grudges uh the hardest thing for me i i have a hard time letting grudges go because i had that mindset that was like you know uh act like you forgot about it you know let some months go by and then you know just let shit simmer down and then once these motherfuckers think that you let that shit go slide through and wake their ass up and uh that was the mindset that i had for probably forever and um uh, let them know you don't fuck with me. And see, that that's egotistical. It'd be beyond egotistical and stupid. So I, I found myself slip, like letting go. What the fuck? Are you married? Oh. Pfft. See, you guys, am I married or single? If you listen to this show, you know that I talk about my wife. Anyways, um, you can't make this shit up. Are you married or single? Fuck you. I'm a lot. How about that? No, I'm, I'm married. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I I felt like there is these uh, certain sections within my body, like my head, my chest, and like uh, like my hips. There is just these certain points in my body that were just like lighting up with uh, with these this feeling of energy. I I want to call it static, but it, it oh. It's a. It's so hard to fucking explain, and uh, you know this is with just your eyes closed. I opened up my eyes, and like I said, you know the water thing. It was just. It was a, almost makes you dizzy, but it's so fucking cool, man! Like the things that you can do with yourself. The one of the oddest and hardest to explain. Um, uh, I guess things was how i felt like i wasn't a human you know on this earth i I felt more like an animal like uh, a more primal instinct it was uh like vulnerable very vulnerable almost scared and afraid of the unknown but at the same time it was like you know this is what you asked for like just go with it embrace it that's exactly what the fuck I did and oh shit man now one of the uh, one thing I'm not I'm not proud well you know what no I am proud of it. I had a uh, a feeling of guilt when my cat died and when I was younger and in high school um I was very pissed off at my parents and uh, so I was very you know I was being defiant. And I remember looking down at um, at my cat, and or he was outside. We let him outside, and then he'll just wait by the window, and just you know, when we open the door, he'll come back in. And um, and mind you, he was declawed; he had no claws in the front. So I remember being upstairs. I looked down at him. He looks at me and just like meows through the window, and I just walked away. Well, it turns out that that day a coyote he was pros- possibly running from a coyote and that was my chance to save him from being killed by the coyote and because i walked away he ended up dying from the ki- by the coyote and i've had this daunting guilt that i have carried uh carried for almost 10 20, 12 years and uh, you know it's a uh, it's an emotional thing i loved it like yeah, I know you can say, "Oh, it's just a cat." Well, fuck you, fuck you. It's just a dog, right? Oh, it's just a, it's j- just your family member, bitch. Anyways, so I was very passionate about it, right? And I I could never forgive myself. I could never forgive myself, and it felt like a uh, like a silhouette of of that cat of Shadow. That's what his name was it felt like a a, a silhouette of him uh, walking up and approaching me and just like sucking that energy out of me it was just so relieving so uh, it's like busting a nut and you're just like oh gosh i was so stressed out but damn now i'm i'm fucking relieved and um I shit you not. It, it it was it was almost as if I made a connection with um, with with this spirit or something. It it was very weird. And uh you know, by that point I have tears running down my face, dripping off my chin, and um it was I had this feeling of like like this cat spirit was speaking to me, saying it's okay. The exact same experience that I had when my best friend, Manuel, died. And I went to that concert, that Tool concert, and did like five grams of shrooms. And during this, uh, during these songs, like Parabola, uh, you know, right at the end of it, I felt like, like he just gave me a hug through the spirit realm, and it was okay. Like, you know, he's not mad at me or something. And I was able to lay him to rest. Anyways, that's another thing. We already talked about that. So this shit was fucking amazing. It was an amazing experience, and I don't think I will ever be the same again. Um, I I look at now. I'm able to look around at people and identify their fucking egos and how society has to like like social media is nothing but pure ego. Why? Because nobody can touch you. So that's the one time you feel uh, mighty enough to talk your shit. Because a lot of the shit talking you see, they'll never say it in your face. They won't. Nobody, you know what I mean? They call them keyboard warriors. <laughs> Anyways, um, I ended up, I did end up puking at the end. A little bit, not a lot. And um, I I felt like some progress was made. Obviously, more ceremonies are needed. But... I got to, you know, wait around. You know, it, I felt like with this experience, oh fuck, I was like, you know, I only came up to my knees and I could dunk in, my whole head in if I wanted to. Sorry about that, everybody. I had to take an annoying ass phone call from my wife, who was all like, "Yeah, you know what? You know what? I'll tell you this, guys. If 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 she's at work and she has to work like twelve hours." And she tells me, hey, just put these clothes to wash while I'm at work. And I don't do it. She's going to break my balls like, you had 12 hours. What you been doing all this time? So that's exactly what happened. Just the tables were reversed. And so I was just like on the phone trying to argue my point that, you know, I've said it once and I've said it before. Like, I got to wash my own shit. Like, I got to I got to wash my own back. More than you have to watch yours. She got all upset and hung up on me. But hey, you know what? At least I'm being for real. At least I'm honest about it. I mean, I it, it's like why keep that shit inside and bottled up? You know, it's like nobody ever has... It, I don't know about you guys, but this happens to me a lot. Nobody ever has uh, any shame in vocalizing and verbalizing... How they feel about me, or you know, like nobody holds back what they want to say to me, but yet they expect me to hold back what I'm, what I, what I want to say to them, and I, I just does That doesn't make much sense to me. That does it make any sense to you guys? Make it make sense, please, because I just, you know, I, I start to just let go and just tell people how I genuinely feel so that I'm not holding nothing inside and then people are just like you're a fucking asshole am I really though I mean that's how I genuinely feel so mm-hmm. so then I just ask a few people and I'm pretty if I get like one person and out of all those few people that I ask and they're just like yeah I understand your point then boom I don't feel like an asshole ugh so annoying oh man anybody else have to deal with that shit I can tell that I'm getting older I can genuinely tell like at some point I look in the mirror and I'm like you know I kind of see the same dude that I saw at 18 and 19 and now I'm 32 and I'm like mmm hmm yeah doesn't seem to be uh, (laughs) much of a physical change but internally, I began to feel older. And I did an old person thing. Alright, y'all want to know what the old person shit thing I did was? Um, I stopped by a bingo hall. There's this place called like Knights of Columbus. It's like a little, like a hall, I guess a ballroom. And I guess they had a big old, uh, I guess, homemade sign. Not a homemade sign, but you know, it's like a, like a banner. That's what it's called. A banner hanging outside. that just says, Bingo! Today! And, uh... I mean, I wonder if just old people just roll by there. Just, I wonder if they're playing bingo today. Oh, look! The sign's out. They must be playing bingo. Anyway, I pulled up into that bitch. Alright? And the reason why I did it... Is because I remember seeing that banner every once in a while. And then I found this little, uh... It's somewhere here in the closet... It was like one of these, it's, it's not a marker. It, it looks like a, it looks like a tiny little squeeze thing of paint. And then on the end of it, it's got this little sponge with a spring in it. So you're supposed to like turn it upside down and I don't know, squeeze it or something. But it, it lets out a little bit of paint. And, it, and that's how you dot your fucking bingo card. So I'm like, I'm going to go fucking use this shit. It was, a uh, it was orange. And, uh. So I walk in there, and there's a buy-in. I had no idea there's a fucking buy-in. You got to be a baller to play this shit. So even if you lose, you lose money, anyways. Uh, so you you can bet like ten or twenty bucks. I should have put twenty, but I won my first game. I uh, I came in there, I dropped ten bucks in cash, and uh, they give you this little ticket to prove that you paid, and uh, and the board, you know, your game card. So I get this fucking game card, and I. Uh, Hold on, let me get a beer. All right, where was I? Let's get this beer going. Oh, yeah, so I learned that, like, whoever's the one announcing all the fucking numbers at a bingo place is either uh, on parole or on probation or an old person who's getting paid. I didn't know that. You actually get money from that. You get a cut from everyone's, like, bets or some shit. It's a gambling thing, man. And... I thought it was just a fun game like go fish that all the old folks have, Little geezers. Anyways, so I I guess I, I rolled in there like a bro. I guess you can call me a beezer. I don't know. <laughs> like a broski. And so I told this old guy he had like a Vietnam uh, hat on. He's really fucking old and shaky. And I was just all like, man, you broskies, look, weird. he goes, what do you guys talk about? And he's like, what, what's a broski? What's a broski? What do you mean, what's a broski? I'll tell you what a broski is, man. That's you. You and I, we're cool, right? Wait, are we cool or not? You Are you secretly, you're not going to try to kill me, are you? And the dude sits there and laughs at me. He goes, no, if I wanted to kill you, I would have killed you already. And then he shows me his hat. Because that's why I have this Vietnam hat. I had to kill people when I didn't want to kill them. And, and he starts... Dude, he starts talking about some shit in Vietnam. I mean, some shit in Vietnam. How he gets... uh, I know this is off topic. But uh, let me just tell you guys about this shit real quick. This old motherfucker. I mean, you would have never thought that you knew his story. He says that he was in Vietnam. He got uh separated from his platoon like he I guess his his whole platoon uh- wa- his whole yeah platoon walks into uh an ambush, and so they have one of those uh this machine guns. I forget what he called it, but it was just like it sounded like a thing was constantly farting. But it literally mowed down like half of his people until he just dropped to the ground, and uh, and then like one by one, he would see his guys get up and just get sniped and get sniped. Like his whole fucking shit got wiped out. And then he uh, he talked, and then he was he was describing how he took all his clothes off and found a dead person. And uh, took their clothes, and even though they were bloody, he just you know he was able to get by undetected for a while. And I was like, "Yo, that is some covert ops shit right there, man." And uh, what what is he saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, he was trying to blend in with the Koreans. There were some slave or not Korean, right? Is Vietnamese people? They were uh, they were slaves working in a field, and so. To avoid detection, he begins to work with them. And uh, once he had to clear, you know, he took off or whatnot. And it's like but being behind enemy lines and having no means of connecting with any other soldiers was fucking retarded. And so he gets chased, ended up almost being cornered and dying. And uh, when when he grabs his own gun to put it up to his head... He was like, I remember I had only one, uh, he kept a magazine on his left side that only had one round in it in case he was out of bullets, and he was going to keep that for himself, and that's what he did. He popped out his magazine, put that one round in there, chambered it, and up to his head because he was not about to be tortured, and he starts crying, and he's like, I'm so sorry, God. You know, he's a, he's a religious guy. And... Uh, and then right then, he just watched them. It's like a fucking Hollywood movie. Those motherfuckers start dropping all around him. And then he realizes that the, he accidentally led uh, the enemy uh, towards an American camp. And so they it was like, it, oh, my God. That was so fucking intense. And then uh, slowly, as he's telling me this shit, we're, we're getting our numbers. You know, the person's yelling the numbers for the bingo And I won, and he goes, man, you should. uh, You were like one away, or one or two away from a a blackout card. Like, what the fuck is a blackout card? And he's uh, he's like, if you get blackout, that's a two hundred or more dollar uh, guarantee win. I was like, dude, two hundred dollars, bro. If I get two hundred dollars at a bingo hall, I'm buying everyone fucking lunch okay like we're all getting tendies i don't give a motherfuck anyways uh (laughs) so that was really fucking intense guys it's cool i I was like man uh i got his phone number i said hey man text me every once in a while if you want to hang out This it's an old person but man he says i have war stories for days he goes me and my buddy he lost his wife and just been staying with me. He goes he's got even more to tell you. And uh he knows shit from war war uh two, World War 2. And that's one of my that's my favorite thing. I'm a big uh WW World War 2 dude. And uh anyways, it was just fucking amazing the shit that he was saying. So anyways, I ended up winning I won like 100 bucks and it was just that easy. So these people were like, "Well, what, go ahead and get you another card. Drop 10 bucks, you know, go ahead and buy in." I was like, "Nah, I think I'm good." And she just like there's one chick, uh, old lady tried to tried to guilt trip, tried to guilt trip me like, "That's that was my because you know, I depend on this for money or for groceries, just so you know." And so I was like, oh, you're going to be a bitch to me right now? Well, newsflash, bitch. If you don't have groceries at the house, you shouldn't be fucking gambling your money, dumbass. No, I wanted to say that, but I was just all like, "Mm, gambling your grocery money is not the brightest thing to do. And she just hits me with the ah and walks away. But anyways, it's just, man, That's one thing I really like. I always like hanging around with older people, people older than me, because A, they have life experience. B, they have stories to tell about shit that's really fucking cool. You'd never look at an old person and be like, you know, oh, I bet they're cool. I bet they've seen some shit. You know, but they could be like the biggest fucking Caligula with massive orgies, and you'd never know. The 70s was real, guys. And I remember uh, uh, an old school hippie told me that, like, they used to get those little uh, glow sticks and break them in half after they activate them. And then they just, like, get all the girls to get naked and just, like, fling it shit on them. So now they have, like, streaks all over their bod- naked bodies of uh, the glow stick shit. And then they turn all the lights out and play music. I was like, bro, that's a fucking party everybody smoking weed and shit dude you old motherfuckers got some fucking style like what do y'all do oh we just drink beer and play video games like (laughs) i mean i don't get me wrong the times have changed but still that's fucking cool anyways i totally forgot to go into um i I forgot to go into the history of san pedro cactus oh you know what i did forget to mention that uh at this cactus, it was probably about a hundred years old, and uh, the one that I that I took part in. So that could it that that could have something to do with the uh, intensity. But anyways, let's not let's let me try not to fuck this up. Uh, Echinopsis Pachoni, pe- pachoni pachanoi whatever. It's known as San Pedro cactus, and this is the fast-growing columnar cactus native to the Andes Mountains. Uh, this is genuinely or generally found in like Argentina, Bolivia, Ecuador, Chile, Peru, and uh, it's cultivated around the world. But still, it has been used. Uh, it's it's normally grown as an ornamental cactus. It has been used. Damn, I'm getting buzzed. (laughs) All right, let me... All right, resorting to the notes now. So, uh, uses will include traditional medicine, traditional veterinary medicine, uh, widely grown, you know, as decorations, uh, healing and religious divination and in the mountain region for like 3,000 years. Uh, I mean... You know, what What more can we really say about that? Let's talk about the traditional uses, uh, like the way we did. Uh, the mochi uh, culture, I believe that's what it's called, the multi-culture. Now, they they tried to, uh, the Roman Catholic Church authorities, uh, after the Spanish conquest, they tried to suppress this shit, and it failed because, you know, well, it's San Pedro Cactus. Uh, good luck trying to conquer that shit. Now, the reason why the people call it San Pedro is because it's it's really from it's uh, originally the in the Christian element called Saint Peter cactus, and uh, the name is uh, attributed to the belief uh, that Saint Peter holds the keys of to heaven, and the effects of this cactus allow the user to. Uh, to reach heaven while still on earth, and uh, I, I think it's legal to have the cactus, just illegal to extract the masculine. You now, one thing that I did not know is that the uh, evidence will suggest that the highest concentration of the active substances and chemicals, alkaloids, found are, are mostly found. In the layer of green photosynthetic tissue just beneath the skin. So all that other shit that's like cucumber and body and, and flesh within the cactus, not needed. All you got to do is just scrape the fucking outsides of it. Kind of like the mimosa barks that make uh, ayahuasca, uh, I guess. I, I really haven't done much on uh, ayahuasca. But you know, it is what it is, right? Kind of similar, similar to that. So, of course, you're asking, well, is this shit legal? In most countries, it's legal to cultivate the the cactus. But, of course, many, 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 many countries like the United States, Australia, Canada, Germany, Sweden, New Zealand. uh, I guess it's, you know, it's, it's legal to have it for gardening or ornamental purposes, but not for consumption. So, because, you know, it's highly penalized because of mescaline and they're not stupid, you know, like they, they know, they know what it is. <laughs> I remember, guys, when Salvia Divinorum was uh, available on like in any head shop, it was over fucking priced as it is today. But some online vendors you can still find it from if you get the real shit. And these are extract. That's why it looks like a black powder or a black like specks. Is because it's extracted, and then they just take it out and extract it again and extract it again. And so it's after a while, it loses that green color. And now these these extract processes are gonna blacken it all up, make it look like dirt. But yeah, that's about the um, that's about the best little. Backstory I can give you on uh on the the pa- or the the what do you call it the plant not the plant the fucking cactus there just couldn't spit it out. Now one I would like to compare this experience to would be actual peyote mes- uh, mescaline from the uh the peyote peyote cactus because apparently there's these little but these little buttons and um. Uh, You know, I I look at the cactus and I'm thinking, well, you have to eat the whole thing, right? They're like, no, just the little buttons. Well, what the fuck is a button? I mean, is it? (laughs) I don't see anything I can press. Push your buttons. yeah. Anyways, I'm being stupid. All right, so now let's talk about uh, human trafficking. Because apparently, according to Fox News, which I don't really trust Fox News very well because, you know, it's a... um, I don't know how do I say it? a biased news source. You can always tell whenever they talk. Like when Republican will talk about Democrat, or when they, you know, vice versa. Democrat talks about Republicans. They, they, like, they, they kind of like they lightly bash each other. The, it's always the you know the other guy. It's always a problem with the other one. It's never like oh this is a problem that we need to adjust. It's like no 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 no. It's not that. It's a problem that. They need to adjust because it's their fault. (laughs) I don't get it. I don't understand it. But let's uh, apparently for um, uh, criminal organizations were trafficking like women, children and families, single adults over the uh, U.S.-Mexico border. And they earned probably around $14 million a day in February. Uh, and that's just according to Border Patrol Services. They probably got like $20 billion or $20 million, But, you know, everybody got to get their cut. I mean, see, that? that's why I would make a terrible fucking cop. If I pull somebody over and I'm just like, you got any drugs in this car and shit like that? I mean, look, dude, if you're honest with me, this could totally, this just might go your way. Like, real talk. I'm having a shitty day. And if you, if, come on, man, work with me. Cause goes, you, you got anything in here that I don't have to waste my time with? I might just let you fucking go. I might just fuck it. He's all like, so if I had like 10 kilos in the back of my trunk, were you going to let me go? And I just start laughing. Uh, give me a bump or two and fuck yeah, you're out of here. So he's like, oh, okay. Well, right there in the back. And I'll tell him straight up, look, dude. Every, every bust, every, every shit that happens, I have to do paperwork about it. And do you think oh, I want to fucking do some paperwork when I can just sit here eating a fucking donut and sipping a coffee? Hell yeah. And smoking a joint. Dude walks around to the trunk, pops it open, sticks a knife in there. Knock yourself out. Is it is it fentanyl? He goes, no, bro, it's coke. We're like, it smells like coke. Oh yep, that's cool. <laughs> I would make a terrible cop. Be like, you know what, sir? Uh you have a great day, but can I get your phone number? Let's uh let's link up sometime. <laughs> oh man, I'm just kidding, guys. But man, fucking human trafficking. You know, a lot of people like young teenagers or even like people in their early twenties, they get brought over and uh pimped out they i guess they're told about a better life dude if all i had to do was fuck chicks for a living and get paid i don't see what the big deal is i i really don't it's like yo that's the that's a dream job that's a porn you're just not on film how about that baby you're not on film, so nobody can throw it in your face later, but you got that stack of cash just right there in your pocket. Come on, man. You can't say you wouldn't get down for pff, I would. She. Well, you know what, man, honestly, I don't think you could really hand select your clientele. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to like interview I've always wanted to interview like a prostitute or something. Just like, how do you make it happen? Like, how do you get through it with a very unattractive person, you know, client? Tell me the t- tricks of the trade. Like, I want to know. Maybe I'll have to find a prostitute. But now, you know, ain't nobody snitching. So since I have white looking skin, I'm already assumed that I'm snitched. Man, I heard it's about to rain, or it's supposed to rain today. But I, I was, I really want to cook out. I, I've got a couple of, a little bit of money. I just need my daughter, guys. I don't know about you guys, but as your kids get older, they don't care about you guys no more. Like, I remember, like my daughter used to call me and was like, "Hey, are we coming over? Are you coming to get me this weekend?" I'd be like, "Hell yeah," you know, if I'm not working or struggling or whatever then yeah yeah I'm totally down but nowadays it's like if I don't ever contact her she won't ever contact me and I'm not going to lie that that's kind of that shit kind of breaks you as a dad fellas if you are a father you know what I'm talking imagine if your kid didn't live with you and you have to you say like hey you want first off, Who doesn't have their cell phone on you on their body twenty four hours a day? I'm holding mine in my hand. Which here, let me put this shit down. See, that's the thing. Everybody's got their phone on them. So when you get a text message, and you don't get a respond back within like five minutes, you're like, yeah, "What the fuck?" Anyways, that's all my daughter is. I don't. Th- I think my daughter's becoming a little young lady. So she doesn't you know she cares about hanging out with her girlfriends, and they talk about boyfriends and all that shit. I don't know i I hate to say it I do want my my daughter to find true love, but is it shitty for me to say, um, like ten years from now, like <laughs> you know, like don't focus on sex and relationships. I'd say focus. On uh, Fucking school And your education You're like what No your future That's what I'm talking about Cause I guarantee you If you're a chick And you walk into a bar And you're wearing a fucking lab coat Cause you're like a doctor The the doo ass dudes You know the guys that aren't worth your time They're gonna feel like they are not worthy You know they filter themselves out <laughs> they won't feel like they're worthy of trying to holler at you. But if you got a fucking Hooters <laughs> outfit on and you walk up in that bitch, they're going, man, everybody's going to be like, man, if you pff, these girls are easy. Anyways, I don't know about you guys out there, but I I, pff, I think it's natural to only want the best for your kids. It's like, be like, uh, be better than me. See, I try to give my kids the example of what not to be like. You know, I wanted to be a rock star, but if you don't see it taking off anytime soon, cut that bitch and go to plan B. Now, I know I want to cook out, but I'm going to go look real quick at the sky, see how the weather's looking, check the weather. And uh, if all looks pretty clear, I think I know what we're going to do today. And now that I have my guitar and shit, that's it's it's so hard to come over here and do these podcasts. Now that I like, you know, uh, imagine like you just—I uh, don't know how you guys feel about your instruments, but I feel like I'm one with my guitar. Either that, or I just be getting drunk, and oh uh, man, so much fun. Well guys, I'm gonna wrap this shit up. I, I realized that I'm a little bit further uh, than an hour. Thank you once again, everyone, for for pulling up and uh, pulling up for sh- uh, tuning in. You know, I I love you guys. Uh, the the San Pedro experience was phenomenal and life changing. Um, I shit. I don't want to be a negative person. I think, uh, I, and, and I've been able to look at people and kind of f- sense their negativity. I can sense that. And then I just kind of distance myself from those people because you know how they say misery loves company. Well, I don't, you know, I, I'm not going to be your company. Try something else. Go cry, cry to somebody else. Cause, or, you know, if all, if your conversation can only be bitching about something then you're fucking up in life. There's so much more to it. You think, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of hard to bitch about life when you're enjoying it. But anyways, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in. I, I really hope that we can get... Oh, shit, I need to get my uh, my interview with Abel kind of going soon. The only downside is, is I have every other weekend, and I got to... I got to see my daughter. One way or another, I have to. It's calling me. Anyways. So, uh, one love, guys. One love. One breath. One spark. Energy. Y'all have a great day. I'll see y'all next time. Get up on this beat. Y'all ready? Okay. Y'all ready? Y'all didn't think I was gonna do this shit, did you? Alright. Yo. One, two, three, let's go. Razor cutting feet. Can't sleep. Bloody sleep. Feeling fucking weak. Need to uplift. Can't you see this shit? Can't suddenly sleep seem so bleak demonic entities all around me haunting they just totally sleep taking over my body nobody even try to stop me unless you got that double barrel shotty. yeah okay taking over my body unless you got that shotty, you can't take my body yeah hopeless lost sleep hopeless lost sheep that's right you a sheep Follow, 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 bitch, you ass just a sheep. And then you get hit with a shot and put to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and hey, that was my best. <laughs> that was my best on the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, let's bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Okay. And sting your ass like a bee I am unobtainable i live living like a fucking dream I'm flowing, I'm glowing, elevating I'm soulless, but I'm still going Devil visits me, speaks to me and self purpose In this life, while I'm feeling fucking worthless I'm a speck on the earth's surface Politicians just spread your lies So cancerous, he dies Yes Speaking of change with time, <laughs> speaking of your change with the capability to change lives, yeah, taking off a bitch, yeah, fucking on your bitch while I'm taking off, yeah, man, y'all feel free, feel free to do this shit with this beat, man, y'all send me your, uh. Y'all send me your own fucking freestyle Man, I might just start posting them as my intros Alright guys, thank you Thank you